Welcome to Experience This, the podcast that celebrates remarkable customer experiences and inspires you to stand out from the competition by wowing your customers. Each episode, we bring you a healthy dose of inspiring stories, funny interactions, and practical takeaways. Marketing and customer experience thought leader, Dan Gingas shares the mic with customer retention and employee experience expert, Joey Coleman, helping you to get people talking about your business. So get ready because it's time to experience this. Get ready for another episode of the Experience This Show. Join us as we discuss a pre-purchase experience that created a big purchase, a common occurrence with an uncommon resolution, and a regular service without regular scheduling. Adjustments, addresses, and appointments. Oh, my. Sometimes a remarkable experience deserves deeper investigation. We dive into the nitty-gritty of customer interactions and dissect how and why they happen. Join us while we're dissecting the experience. Hey, Dan, when was the last time you purchased a bed? You know, that's a funny question, Joey. (laughs) That doesn't have a straightforward answer. You see, I actually purchased a new bed a few months ago, but I haven't yet slept on it because I actually haven't yet purchased a mattress. Ah, maybe a better question would have been, when was the last time you purchased a mattress? I would say probably 20 years ago. Okay, gotcha. When's the last time you purchased a mattress? That would be yesterday. Oh, well, I think your experience here might be a little more recent. Were you in the market for a new bed? Well, I wasn't, and then I was. Oh, do tell, because I think we need a more thorough explanation. Well, fair enough. Uh, As you know, we recently moved from Iowa to Woodbury, Minnesota, just east of the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. And as part of our move, we brought our mattresses along, including a California King that had been in storage for the last two years while we were living in a fully furnished house. Now, the movers staged our mattress in our new bedroom, finished unloading, and at around 7 p.m. that evening, we went to set up our bed and found that the bottom edge of our mattress, which, as I mentioned, had been in storage for the past two years, was covered in mold. It appears, yeah, yeah. It appears the mattress had gotten wet despite the protective plastic bags around it, and regrettably, we didn't find out until it was too late. Literally. I mean, it was uh, clearly almost bedtime. And I just want to jump in here for one second to our astute listeners who I know are asking the same question. Does Joey move more than the average person? (laughs) I, I remember we covered your move from Colorado to Iowa, and now we are covering your move from Iowa to Minnesota. And I feel like there was another move in there somewhere. I'll have to go back and look at the, uh, at the different episodes. But anyway, how did you, what, what ended up happening? Well, we have moved a lot. It's uh, not that we're running from the law or anything. We just have a creative lifestyle. But the moral of the story here is that evening, we actually had a guest bedroom mattress that we were able to use. We were able to set that up and go to sleep. That was great. And the next day, while driving around running errands with my wife and our two boys, 
I remembered that we needed a bed frame for that guest bedroom bed that we had slept on the night before. And I saw a sign for Mattress Galaxy. So I quickly pulled into the parking lot. And I went into the showroom by myself while the family stayed in the vehicle. And to be honest, I was looking for a bed frame, not a replacement bed. I decided to let my frustration at needing to buy a new bed simmer down a little bit before I went shopping. And when I entered the showroom, I was surprised to see five little kids under the age of 10 running around, kind of diving over beds, and a saleswoman talking to a customer. Now, having spent the day shopping with my two boys, I figured the kids belonged to the customer. Yet when the customer left a few minutes later, I realized the kids actually belonged to the saleswoman, Suzanne. I thought it was pretty interesting that this mattress store had a bunch of kids in it. And to be honest, I love the fact that this was the type of store where bring your kids to work was both accepted and encouraged. You see, I thought you were going to say that the customer got their new mattress was like, I got to go home and try this and then forgot the kids and just left them in the store. That (laughs) That would be interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, okay. Wow. So five kids. Well, that must have made for an interesting mattress buying experience. It did. But again, it also made for an interesting first experience as a customer, kind of seeing like, oh, this salesperson has the kids with them. All right, that's that's interesting. And I just kind of filed it away as, you know, being very family friendly. And I explained to Suzanne that I was looking for a mattress frame and proceeded to receive a greatly appreciated masterclass in what to look for in a bed frame, including why some frames are more expensive than others and how to avoid the old school blood blister inducing assembly that I was familiar with. Now, to be honest, I had an idea of what I wanted. And Suzanne gently told me that she could help me find the frame I was referencing, but that that type of frame that I was thinking about using would actually decrease the life of my mattress significantly due to lack of proper support. That being said, she happily gave me rough pricing and even pulled out her phone to show me photos of some brand new bed frames that she had just seen at a trade show in Vegas that she thought might be what I was looking for in terms of style and assembly and would work much better than what I originally came into the store thinking I was going to get. You know, I too appreciate the consultative educational sale. I remember having this the last time I bought a television that I found somebody in the store that was way more knowledgeable than I am about TVs. And they really helped me identify what it is that I wanted in a TV and then therefore point me to the right model because not every model would give what I want, right? Because I don't necessarily want what my neighbor wants. And so I like that she's trying to figure out from you, well, what is it that you want in a good night's sleep? And, you know, hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping that she, uh, she makes the sale here and is able to find something that suited you. You know, Dan, you are spot on. That idea of paying attention to what the customer actually wants as opposed to shifting into your preconceived sale is rare and in this case, remarkable. Now, to be honest, I was pretty impressed with Suzanne as a saleswoman. And I mentioned that we had just moved and we were also dealing with this moldy mattress issue. Now, Suzanne knew she had a hot lead right in front of her. Do you know what she did? Started giving you the hard upsell to turn your frame purchase into a bed purchase? No, she did the exact opposite. She expressed empathy and sympathy for my situation and genuinely suggested that she would work quickly to get us squared away with the new frame so we could at least maximize the guest bedroom experience. She said nothing about selling me a new bed. And to be honest, I couldn't believe it. In that moment, 
I decided I wanted to purchase a replacement mattress from Suzanne at Mattress Galaxy. So I quickly called my wife, who, as you might remember, was in the car with our boys, and asked her to come on in and bring the boys as well. When they entered the store, Suzanne immediately introduced herself to my wife and my boys, and then proceeded to set our boys up with some new friends they could play video games with and check out the store with, while she would show mom and dad some of the mattresses. Now, as we checked out the mattresses and talked more with Suzanne, I learned that she and her husband, Tom, actually owned not only this store, which had been open for a whopping eight days, but a number of other Mattress Galaxy stores throughout Minnesota and Wisconsin. I knew those five kids were going to come back and be there for a reason. They were there to entertain Joey's kids. That is awesome. And it kind of reminds me uh, way back when, let me go in the Wayback Machine, season three, episode 60, we were talking about Warby Parker, And I believe uh, someone was in there getting glasses and your kids were handed coloring books. And there was this discussion that we had about being aware of every customer's situation and who's with them. And that, you know, while the kids aren't necessarily the customers, they're certainly very important to the customer. And so having something for them to do makes your experience better. It really does. And let's be honest, when you're out buying a mattress or buying a bed frame, this is often a substantial purchase. And often you're there with your spouse or significant other. And that often means if you have children, there are kids along for the ride as well. And what I realized in that moment was the store was actually set up with a special little room with the TV and video games and ironically enough, some sample mattresses for the kids to sit on and play video games while the parents were shopping. So I absolutely loved it. We checked out beds for almost an hour and we narrowed our choices to two different options. Now, one cost about what I was planning to spend on our replacement bed and the other option cost three and a half times more than what I was planning. Suzanne then all but talked us into buying the cheaper mattress, explaining that a new version of that more expensive one that I thought was pretty cool was going to be coming out in about a year and would probably be an even better fit for what I was looking for. I couldn't believe we were once again being directed to the product that fit our needs versus the one that would cost more. And as such, I went with her advice to get that first option but I didn't hesitate to purchase the upgraded bed frame that fit the new mattress. And to top it all off, when we went to pay, she said, now let's talk delivery timeframes. Would sometime between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. today work so you can sleep in your new bed tonight? Now, Dan, mind you, it is 3.30 p.m. when we're having this conversation. She was going to have everything delivered for free to my new house in about two hours and would take away and recycle or dispose of the moldy mattresses at the same time. That leaves me wondering whether she'll deliver to Chicago because I want to drive up to Minnesota to buy a new mattress. You know, right? I mean, that's part of the reason why I wanted to share this story. Not only is it an example of a remarkable customer experience, I would give a five-star recommendation to Suzanne Weaver at Mattress Galaxy with locations throughout Minnesota and Wisconsin. But when you create a remarkable experience, people can't help but talk about it. The entire pre-sale and sale experience was so fantastic. It was so focused on a personalized, customized experience for me that was high on education and empathy and low on upsales and pressure that Suzanne got a bigger sale than she had planned and earned a loyal advocate in the process who would jump right onto a podcast and record an episode about it. Not to mention 
that they provided us with a great night's sleep for many nights to come. Just because you have required elements of your business doesn't mean they need to be boring. It's time to get creative, have some fun, and make people sit up and take notice. Get your customers talking when you make the required remarkable. We normally focus on positive customer experiences. And if you're a loyal listener of the Experience This Show, you've heard us talk about our many experiences with Amazon on a variety of occasions. Absolutely. Like in season three, episode 69, when we talked about the Amazon Go store, or season four, episode 77, when I shared my story of returning pots and pans, or season five, episode 88, when we talked about the difference of doing an Amazon return versus a Kohl's return, or... Okay, okay. I think they get the picture, Dan. Uh, Not only are you a font of knowledge when it comes to referencing past episodes, but clearly you, we've talked about Amazon a lot. Which is why, to be honest, I felt comfortable sharing a less than positive experience I had recently with Amazon. And the goal here is not to bash on Amazon, but rather to illustrate that there is always room to continue improving your customer's experience, even when you generally deliver a remarkable experience for them. Now, as I mentioned in the last segment, we just moved to a new place in Minnesota. And I have a habit, or rather an addiction, around buying books. I buy lots of books. I have lots of friends who are authors, so I'm constantly buying their books. And as a result, to support many of my friends, and because I'm also just addicted to books, I will regularly purchase a book before it's released. In common parlance, a pre-order. And when we moved, I went onto my Amazon account and realized that I had seven different pre-orders for books that were coming out in the future that instead of being delivered to our old address in Iowa, I needed delivered to our new address in Minnesota. So I needed to change the address and ideally change the address for all of these shipments without going in and picking them apart one at a time. This sounds like a very reasonable request. And I got to imagine that a lot of Amazon customers move on a daily basis. And so I'm guessing there's an easy way to update your address. Well, you would think, but alas, no. And Dan, you're correct. A lot of people move to a new house. In fact, I did a little research in preparing this segment, and I found that uh, according to the folks at Shift Moving, 9.8% of Americans move annually. Okay, now, as you mentioned earlier, that's not just me moving every year. That's 9.8% of all Americans, which equates to about 15.3 million households in the United States that are moving every year with an average size of 2.3 family members. Now, we know we've got a lot of listeners outside the United States as well. The moral of the story is this is not an uncommon occurrence on Amazon. Now, I went into my profile and I looked for ways that I could self-serve and update my address. I looked for an update all addresses. I looked for an ability to kind of group shipments. Even when I clicked into the individual addresses, when I went to update the address, I kept getting these error messages that said, can't update your address at this time. And I thought maybe it was just a glitch in the matrix. And so I'd log into Amazon the next day and I tried it. And after about spending, I don't know, maybe a good 30, 45 minutes trying to self-serve, I decided to do a live chat. 
And sadly, the results were less than positive. While I thought this was a pretty easy request, I had to explain it multiple times, not only to the first agent in the chat, but to the subsequent agent and the agent supervisor after that. So I spoke to, via chat, three different representatives from Amazon who all told me like, oh, this should be very easy. And yet not only couldn't I figure it out, but they couldn't figure it out either. They kept wanting to change the orders one at a time. And I'm like, well, we can do that across seven orders, but why don't you just press a single button and change it for all of the orders? Yeah. I mean, and let's clarify here. It is not difficult to change your address on Amazon for future orders. What Joey's trying to do here is change some existing orders. And if you think about Amazon's setup, I know I, for one, am a huge user of their subscribe and save service. And I get all these things every month that, you know, I got to keep going back and double checking to make sure I'm not, uh, just, you know, turning them on autopilot and don't actually need them. But the point is, is that their whole service is set up that you can pre-order stuff. It's not just the books that haven't been published yet. And so you're trying to change your address for an order that has already been placed. And look, it's a complicated scenario. And yet it is surprising given everything else we know about Amazon that it isn't that easy. So what did you have to do? It is. Well, it's also surprising given how many people move. I mean, I know I'm maybe the weird anomaly in terms of frequency of moves, but as I said earlier, some 15 million plus households in the United States move every year. I have to imagine uh, if we did the math on that, that's like 29, 30-ish thousand customers per day that are moving that potentially could be affected by this. But here's where it gets really interesting. Do you know what the final result was, Dan? After all of this, after trying all these things, the recommended task or action that the representatives from Amazon said I needed to take, cancel each of the orders and place a new order. They literally wanted me to go into each individual order, cancel that order, and then create a new order at the new address for the seven books that I had previously ordered separately, not because I like placing multiple orders at different times, but because whenever somebody has a book coming out in the future, I'm interested, I place the order and it creates individual records because I didn't order them all at the same time. But the thing that shocked me was cancel the order and reorder putting that on me as the customer. Yes. And so uh, not only is that a lot of extra work, but, the, and I have an idea where you're going to go here with this. The better answer- oh, can would, you sense uh, where I'm going? I, I have an idea. We'll see. Uh, I know you after uh, 168 episodes uh, and I have an idea, but I think the better answer would have been to have the agent do that for you. And to say, you know what, this is really complicated, but I know how to fix it. I'm going to cancel your orders and I'll just replace them all into a single order. You don't have to do anything. Don't worry, we'll take care of it. That would have been a glorious answer. And because there are seven books, I didn't necessarily off the top of my head remember all of the books. So I did indeed go in and cancel the orders. And of course, as I went through and canceled each order one at a time, I made a note of the title of the book and the author so that I could then add them to my cart later and reorder them. But here's where it cost Amazon. It not only cost Amazon a little bit of a hit on the overall karmic bank account of the experience, but I ended up switching three of the seven books from physical versions of the book to the Kindle edition, which meant 
less overall revenue from Amazon. So not only did they lose money, but they lost a little bit of my awe and delight that I have when normally dealing with Amazon. Now, let's be clear, folks. I'm not going to stop doing business with Amazon. But it's these types of small inconveniences that compound into a customer deciding to take their business elsewhere, which is why your efforts to evaluate and reevaluate and constantly be working to enhance your customers' experiences should be an ongoing, never-ending journey. Because let's be honest, you should always be moving, since your customers are moving, to make the experience even better. True Confessions of a Call Center Agent I have a confession to make. There are things I spend all day helping customers with that we should really let them do themselves. It's not fun for me or them to waste time with basic requests that many of our customers have again and again. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling Acme Corp. How can I help you? Uh, Yes, I'm looking to update my shipping address on an order that I already placed with you. Okay. Did you try doing that online in your customer portal? Well, I did, but to be honest, I couldn't seem to figure out how to do it. I could change my account address, but for some reason, when I clicked on my specific order, it would default back to showing me the old mailing address. Well, I've heard that you move a lot. So first, you'll want to log into your customer portal. Can you let me know when you're there? Okay, I'm there. Now click on orders. Uh, okay. Now scroll down to the bottom of the page. Exactly. Click on that. Um, okay. Now you'll see all the orders you've ever placed with us. Wow, I've done a lot of orders with you. Yes, you have. Now on the left side, about halfway down the page, do you see the gray button that says pending? I do. Click on that. Uh, okay. Now do you see your order? Yes. Now click on the address. Okay. Now do you see the orange text at the bottom of the page that says change address? Uh, yes. Click on that. Okay. Uh, now I see a form with a bunch of fields to fill in. Exactly. Now type in your new address. Okay. Uh, this, hang on a second. Now click on the button that says update. Okay, this order. And now you're done. In the future, if you need to change your address, just do the same thing. Okay, uh, thanks. I appreciate that. But there's absolutely no way I'm going to remember all of the steps we just went through. Fair enough. I I guess you can just call back in and we'll be happy to help you again. Uh, Okay, Uh, thanks for your help. I can empathize with the customer. The only reason I know how to navigate to that part of our website is because I've done it so many times. I can't understand why we won't make an update address page easier to find. It's annoying for me and the customer. This isn't good customer experience or agent experience. I sure wish we were using Coveo. To avoid bad customer experiences and bad agent experiences, you need Coveo. Visit get.coveo.com slash experience this. That's G-E-T dot C-O-V-E-O dot com slash experience this to learn about creating an AI-powered agent experience to deliver the relevant, personalized interactions that people expect. We love telling stories and sharing key insights you can implement or avoid based on our experiences. 
Can you believe that this just happened? I want to do a little quiz for you, Dan. Do you remember season seven, episode 125? Mm, Let me think. Let me think. Yes. That's the one where you spoke about how the car dealer created a remarkable experience for your niece's birthday. Am I right? You are right, Rain Man, once again. For those of you that might not have listened to that episode yet, what happened is my niece was having a birthday. And for her birthday, she wanted to go across the giant wall that they had built displayed for cars. And she wanted to be able to drive up and across the wall. And the team at Shimcat Motors created an amazing birthday experience for her. They indulged this crazy request. They put her in a golf cart. It was all decorated for her birthday. So she could ride up the wall, have her picture taken at the top and come back down. It was very sweet, very kind, great example of going above and beyond for somebody that wasn't even a customer, but that it would lead to good word of mouth. And if I'm not mistaken, you ended up buying a Jeep Wrangler from them last year. I did. And part of the reason I made that purchase there is because they had done such a nice job taking care of my niece. Well, now that I had a vehicle from them, it was time recently to get an oil change. The first one that I needed to get. So I called up and I asked to schedule an oil change, but they wouldn't do it. Uh, why not? Because you don't need an appointment for an oil change at Shimcat Motors. You just drive to the service center and they take care of you on the spot. Wow. Well, that's a change. That sounds, no pun intended. (laughs) That sounds great. I'm hoping when you got there, there weren't 10 other people that had the same idea. Uh, There weren't. And this is interesting because I asked them about it. I was like, you know, are there times a day that are busier than not? And how does this work? And they explained that they have a bunch of technicians on staff and they're constantly ready to pull one or two of them away from the things they're working on to do last minute oil changes as needed. But given the volume of uh, intake in terms of the service center, they've kind of figured out their yield management, as the airlines would say, and they know what they're able to do and what they're not able to do. They did give me some general guidance that if you come first thing in the morning or an hour before they close, those periods have a tendency to be busier than others. But if you come at any other time of the day, you should be good to go. And indeed, that was the case. I pulled up and you know the little door raises up. I pull in and I see a bunch of cars being worked on. And the service technician comes over and says to me, uh, hey, are you here for an oil change? And I'm like, yeah, how did you know? And I guess it's probably because I just pulled right in. And they said, great, we should have you done in about a half an hour. Feel free to go into the lobby. We've got free Wi-Fi. We've got refreshments. Take care of yourself and we'll be out to let you know as uh, soon as you're ready to go. I think that's really cool because... It's one of these things where, I mean, nobody looks forward to getting an oil change. And it's just another one of those things that you have to schedule in your life and you have to try to figure out when you're going to be free and set aside the time. And I love the idea of just being able to say, well, hey, you know, I've got a free half an hour right now. Let me pull by Shimcat Motors and just get her done. Exactly. I love that it was easy. It was convenient. And as you alluded to, Dan... A real differentiator. Have you ever had an oil change where you didn't need to schedule the oil change? No. Exactly. And there are service departments around the country that are trying to stand out, that are trying to get customers to come back to the dealership, to come back to that location, as opposed to going to a third party or any number of the oil change places that are out there. By not having to have an appointment, 
They intrigued me. They made it easy for me and they made me want to go back for more. The reason I share this story, and it's a little thing, but this is what happens when you view convenience from the eye of the customer, not the business. I am sure that it is not particularly convenient for Shimcap Motors in Fort Dodge, Iowa to have a bunch of service technicians on call so that they can respond if a number of people decide to show up for oil changes at the same time. However, they have figured out that making that hyper convenient for me, the customer, is going to result in positive feelings, a repeat loyalty business, and as is the case with this podcast segment, me sharing word of mouth about how awesome it is. So what are the takeaways for those of you that may not have a auto repair service or an oil change service as part of your business offerings? What are you doing to allow your customers to take advantage of your offerings when it's convenient to them? Does that mean you're open 24-7? Does that mean they can do certain things without scheduling an appointment? Does that mean that you've eliminated all of the friction, all of the barriers, so that they can get in, get what they need, and get back out as quickly, as efficiently, and as conveniently as possible? There's an opportunity for change in every business. And that opportunity in your business is to change it to make it even more convenient. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Experience This. You're the best listener ever. And since you listened to the whole show... Yay, you! We're curious. Was there a specific part of this episode that you enjoyed the most? If so, it would mean the world to us if you could share it with a coworker, a friend, or someone that just loves listening to podcasts. And while you're in the sharing mood, if you felt inclined to jump over to iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts and write us a review, we would so appreciate it. And when you do, don't forget to let us know as we might have a little surprise for you. Thanks again for your time and we'll see you next week for more Experience This.